0: Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table we'll review movies, books, music, and stuff. Last night, peeps, I was on my usual evening routine of watching Asian drama YouTube clips. I don't know, it's just something I do before bed. It makes me feel better. And anyway, I was given a suggestion by YouTube. They sometimes make very good ones on occasion. And this one was for a movie called... As If You Whisper, it is a K-drama that is a short film. And I went to try to find it. Couldn't find it anywhere unless you pay for like a subscription to another thing, which I'm like, you know what? I already have a subscription to YouTube, to Viki, to WeTV, um, and Netflix. I don't need a fifth subscription. So I was like, no, not paying for a subscription. So I went to Vimeo. And you could buy it there because the company that made it called Strongberry had it available for like four U.S. dollar equivalent. And so I purchased it. But then I was watching part of that film and I found out that Strongberry did some other films. And I'm just telling you people, if you like BL films, there are several on there by Strongberry, the Korean film company. There are like short films that are Quite interesting. I haven't watched them all, so I'm not going to give my reviews unequivocally that they're fabulous because I think there's some that I would not really like. But I ended up purchasing Private Lessons as well, and I watched that one this evening. I really liked that film because it's quite interesting. It's only a 20-minute short film. It's all in Korean with English subtitles. You can purchase on Vimeo for, again, about four U.S. dollars or rent it for that much. I'm like, if you're going to rent it or purchase it, just buy the thing. So anyway, but it's the story of a professor who has a student who just comes to his classes, but he won't ever do his homework. And he can't figure the student out. The professor, I'm guessing, is in his early 30s, not very good ages, and the student is in his early 20s. And so he finally ends up out of basically desperation for the kid to do his homework. Says, you know what? Meet me every day at three o'clock and I will go over your lessons with you. So you will at least finish up your poem that you're supposed to make for this Class, And we can get you a grade because even if I fail you, you need to submit paperwork so that we have something to fail you on. And the student says, "Okay, I will come to your classes. He says, even if I don't submit anything, I still want to come to the classes. And the professor is like, fine, but you're going to do your homework. And so he says, but you have to meet me somewhere other than the school because I do not like being in the school. And so the professor just we'll go somewhere else. So from three in the afternoon to later in the evening, he ends up teaching this kid um, lessons. And basically, the kid helps him get out of the classroom and go to like parks and coffee shops. And I think it's really interesting to watch as the surfers because you kind of get to see why the student is doing this in subtle ways, and I think this is one of the reasons that good K dramas are good K dramas because the characters are quietly thoughtful. I don't know another word for it, and I don't really see it in other films from other countries. It's like it's a quiet thoughtfulness of care that's very secretive. And so basically, in the course of their time together, the student helps the professor kind of start living his life a little differently, a little more than just grading papers every day. And also, he ends up getting him a cell phone so that he can call the professor to set up lessons. Well, he also does it because he wants to call the professor to talk with him, like before bed and say, how's your night going? and the professor gets kind of used to it, doesn't know what to make of what he's thinking about this whole situation, and then he gets the student's poem, and he really likes the poem because basically it's about how the student likes the presence of the professor as a person, not as their instructor, but as a person, and how they like that presence. It's it's really quite a beautiful poem anyway, but... Korean poetry, like if you watch Romance as a bonus book and you listen to some of the poems in the poem book that's discussed there, and this poem, they're they're really nice poems, I'm just saying. And I really love how in this production you see the words in Korean and in English subtitle pop up on the screen, like kind of float across as you're watching the professor read the poem. And anyway, by the end of him reading the poem, he's like, I kind of like this kid I need to go talk to him about what's going on well he goes out to go talk to the kid and he meets the kid talking to a student who's a fellow student in the class and the kid says and the classmate says well you're really basically sucking up to the teacher you're going to get an A he said well I should at least get an A and he says you want to bet a thousand one he said no I'll bet a million one and so it's at this point that the two that the professor turns and walks back up the stairs and he's like Well, I guess I was wrong about that. And he then calls the student and asks him to meet him, Um, basically at an overlook, to hand back a cell phone that the student had bought him. And to say, you know, um, your poem is very good. I'm sure you'll get an A+. And he says, I want to return this phone to you. And the phone has little, um, no, stitch stickers on it, which I think is kind of funny. But anyway um the student looks at me and goes why the phone is for you to keep you don't have to return he says no i don't need the phone anymore so you can have it back and he says what's going on why are you acting weird he said did you not like my poem is something wrong what's going on he said no no it's nothing to do with poem. but he said um basically he lets him know that you know i don't like being something that you're betting on as like um you're going to get grades grades because you're treating me nice. And he says, you misunderstood. He said, no, I heard you quite clearly. I know exactly what he said. No, he said, no, you heard something. But he said, it's not exactly what you think it is. And he said, no, I heard something. And he gets up and he walks away and he says, and the kid grabs his arm and is like, no, I'm not going to let you leave like this. And he's like, no, I heard what you said and I'm done. And so the kid ends up standing up in front of him and the professor says, please do not bother an old man. And the kid looks at me and goes, and since when did we start bringing age into it? Because honestly, the professor's probably less than 10 years older than the kid. I'm, I'm not trying to be bad here, but I'm like, yeah, that, that was kind of lame of the professor. But anyway, he says, you know what? He said, you don't know what's going on. He said, the reason, basically, I think, and again, it's very poorly subtitled in this section. So honest trying to make sense of it also with very limited Korean, even though I've been practicing for over a year and a half. Don't get me started on my vocabulary, lack of. But anyway, so but at the end of the day, what happened was the student was saying that to his friend because he didn't want the professor that student that he was talking to is basically the school gossip. And if he acts like he does like the professor, that student's going to go purported around the college that the professor and him are in a relationship. And the student says, you know what, I don't have a problem telling everyone that we're in a relationship, as long as you're okay with it. But unless you are, I don't want people to make you uncomfortable with that kind of knowledge, which is Basically, why I did what I did. And it's at this point that the professor kind of completely freezes and panics, and he's like, um, we're not in a relationship. What are you talking about? And he's like, you know what? Why don't you just calm down? And he says, You know what? You're awkward when you don't know what to say, you get freaked out. So just count to five, okay? Just calm down and count to five. And you know, I think overall that's a pretty good Miss Tess. I mean, they always say when you're angry, you need to count to 10 before you say something. And I think at least five gives you a head start on that. But anyway, at the end of the day, they have a slightly romantic moment where the professor decides that he's not quite so upset at his um, student. And um, they end up walking off and um, talking about things. But I really liked this because it basically dealt with some difficult subject matter and how do you deal with misunderstandings? And you know, I think a lot of people when they do have a misunderstanding, their first thing to go through is it must be the obvious answer. And oftentimes it really isn't. It's like if you just stay for that extra five minutes maybe you'd see something else to a picture. It's kind of like in We Best Love when Zhao Shui shows up in America after his tenure in the Taiwanese army for a year to see Gao Shidi. And he sees Gao Shidi holding a one-year-old baby and the very beautiful young woman who's feeding him cake and assumes that Gao Shidi must have gotten married and had a baby, which isn't what happened at all. He's actually holding his half Brother, who his mom just had, and eating cake with his stepsister. So, you know, you never really know what's going on unless you sit down and ask the difficult questions of, like, what's going on, when you really kind of want to maybe panic and freak out. And I think this show did a really good job of showing, like, how people handle difficulty and how sometimes it takes tremendous courage, but it's also exactly what you need to do to stop there and go, why am I panicking? Or to sit there with someone who is panicking and go, you know what, you are panicking. You don't handle these kind of situations. Well, how do we deal with that? And I really liked how we had something where in in Korean culture, it is not common for people to even be friends who are of different age gaps, let alone have relationships of different age gaps. And yeah, this is only an age gap of probably, I'm guessing, 10 years Literally, I really don't know because it's really hard for me to judge ages with people. But that would have been a big deal in Korean culture and how these two people work that out and how they decide, you know what, we don't really care what people think. What we care is how do we see the world? And I think that's kind of an important question to ask in any kind of relationship. Because really, it doesn't matter what anyone thinks as long as you're doing what your conscience tells you to do. And so with that is my review of, let me see here, I forgot the name again. I don't know, it's not my best day, peeps. But anyway, Private Lessons, the K-drama by i'm pulling it up again here i'm going to drop a link in the description as well so everyone has access to it if they want to they can purchase it it's from strongberry it's on vimeo.com Um, They have a lot of different productions available. Most of them range anywhere from 12 minutes to 41 minutes. I think they have one that's like an hour and 10, which I'm going to be purchasing hopefully next month to watch. It's like a five-episode miniseries. It looks interesting about mobsters. I don't know. I'm really not into mob movies, although Trapped 3 was kind of funny. Um, History 3 Trapped was kind of entertaining, although it was a little zany. But again, this I would give an absolute probably at least nine to because I really, really liked how they handled the situations. Um, I also like that you could sit down and watch it with your kids if you wanted to. Although you might, if you were so inclined, want to skip the very end of the show because they do get a little overly romantical and start teasing each other in ways that... Some people might not want the kitties to hear. So anyway, but I think they did a great job. Also, the actors were very good quality actors, which made a tremendous difference. And the music is very interesting. At the end of it, you have one that's kind of like modern, contemporary Korean um, music. And then you have one at the end that's kind of like meets 1920s era. And it's kind of interesting to see how they combine those musics. But again, this is called Private Lessons. You can watch it on Vimeo. I'm going to drop the link in the description. Check it at the round table Bye!